Welcome to Block Rockets Expert Talk, the podcast where we will interview industry experts, thought leaders and interesting figures from around the world about blockchain technology and its adoption. My name is Sagar and I'm investment manager of Block Rockets. We are one of the leading investor for early stage blockchain startups in Germany. As a part of our program, we invest up to 500,000 euro in pre-seed and seed blockchain startups. We are looking for the next big thing in the blockchain space. So if you know someone or if you think you are working on something exciting then feel free to apply to our website. In our episode today we have a special guest he need no introduction one and only co-founder of Polygon JD Kanani. Welcome JD how are you doing? Yeah thanks uh, I'm doing great Sagar and thanks for having me. thank you for joining uh, i think it's been almost like uh, one and a half year since we did the uh, first audio podcast last time and i think so many things has been changed at polygon and also in the in general all crypto space so there a lot to talk but let's let's start with like uh, what things has been changed in last one year at polygon and also for personally for you if you would like to say a little bit about on that direction yeah i think so many things have changed um first of all right you now recently we recently like six months back we raised uh funding from big investors like sequoia and softbank and multiple others um and with that we are also putting a lot of efforts in ckvms uh, we recently launched like you know internal um devnet or whatever you can you know, call it a uh, internal evm zk evms for people and then we open source it as well the code and everything so so our goal is to kind of change from kind of a single chain to like multi chain with zk rollups uh, in past few months um, we have been seeing a lot of attractions for uh, for for you know web to companies per se uh, to build and scale their blockchain so after thinking a lot of those things we we kind of kind of you know we thought of a multi chain world would would make much more sense for all of these uh, partners and the people because like you cannot just put everything on one chain and expect it to scale for the world scale um so that that is a big change we made uh, recently and 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 of course like the you know, zero are kind of they kind of know about to go live um and people were thinking like you know if if you ask me like you know maybe last year or two two two, two years back like you know what about the zk then people were talking about zk still like you know few years away but that's not the case like you no know, it's few months away or few weeks away i would say um so that is a big change we uh you all would expect uh from polygon very soon interesting i mean i was also at hcc paris and there also polygon launch one more product uh, but as you already start uh, talking about zk rollup so maybe jd if you can simplify i mean for crypto native people it's it's yeah. clear for us like what is zk rollups but uh, maybe you can say a little bit more simpler version of what is zk rollup yeah so consider is a l2 solution on top of ethereum chain uh so it's, it's a new chain on top of ethereum chain which 
derive security from Ethereum itself. And to do that, it creates the zero knowledge. It, it uses the zero knowledge proofs. Uh, it's a new tech where you don't have to reveal your data or reveal your private information to verify if it's true or not, right? And we are using it for verification of transactions on Ethereum chain itself. So what we do is that in, in ZK develop uh, system that we batch the transactions, like multiple transactions, and create the ZK proof out of that and verify uh, with, the, with this data, with, with just a ZK uh, uh, you know, transaction data and the proof that these transactions are executed correctly out of the blockchain or out of the Ethereum itself. And you just provide these two things to Ethereum and this is kind of you know, executes or verifies this proof. And once once it verified, you can uh, be 100% sure that it is it is correctly verified or it correctly executed off-chain, right? So that's a, that's a very powerful concept. So you don't have to execute your transactions on, on, on Ethereum, but you can verify your transactions on Ethereum that, okay, these transactions are verified or executed correctly. And this is the state hash uh, of, of this new state, right? So uh, this, this is kind of you no know, very, very simple um, definition of that, but in reality, it's much more complex and you have to create the circuits of each uh, opcode of ZK EVM or, or, or EVM to create that proofs, right? And that proof also takes like a lot of energy or a lot of, uh, computation so you have to be mindful about like how much how, how much you can kind of uh, uh, spend a guess to create this, such a proof um, and you also need to be clear about a proof size because Ethereum also has like limitations on the guess limit size so you cannot just create a huge GBs of proof and submit to the Ethereum and expect it to be kind of you know, executed right so there are much more complexity and challenges behind the scene but for 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 the simplicity i'm just saying like you no know, zk develop is basically you are executing your transactions off chain uh, or not on blockchain off chain and then uh, create the simple kind of you no know, proof or you can say um, you know like a, like a key like simple algorithmic key which you can verify on the ethereum chain uh, it and it just says okay this yes this these transactions are executed correctly off chain. So that's that's a simple answer to what ZK develop is. But I'm, 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 yeah, so that's yeah. No, I think I think you sum it up well. Um, it should be understandable. Otherwise, uh, somebody have to do deep dive. But then uh, my next question would be like, what is the difference between uh, then uh, like people also talks about optimistic rollups, right? And though when we look at like ZK rollups, uh, I think transaction fees would be much lower as compared to optimistic rollups. But what are the security challenges both of the rollups will face and why you think like ZK rollups would be definitely like clear winner here? So, you know, it's, it's a different of designs uh, with ZK rollups. If, for example, we verify the proof and the transaction data on Ethereum chain, it means that transactions is 100% valid. Now you can exit your deposits from 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 L2 to Ethereum chain, or um, you can perform some other actions based on those uh, confirmations, right? 
in optimistic rollup this is not okay so optimistic rollups works differently uh, where it provides the it provides the data or hash of the transactions on the ethereum chain but anyone can kind of you know uh, go and challenge that execution and hash state hash on the ethereum chain saying okay this is invalid and this is in like you know executed incorrectly and then you kind of you know the throw period starts like you know it's, it's called kind of a you know, simple for proof period and anyone can come and challenge the your state uh latest state on the ethereum chain and if you are and, and then you kind of again like provide a proof of fraud uh happen happen on the on the on the on the transaction batch so it basically kind of a game where you say okay this is my state and if no one uh kind of you no know, create a, or or raise a flag on this state after six uh, between the seven days then my state is valid right it's basically saying okay this is the truth if you can provide uh, okay this is false then this is the truth right so that works with very different philosophy than uh, uh, the zikero basically purely relies on the mathematical proofs uh, so there is no intervention of the fraud proofs or any other uh, uh, parties to involve in the system it basically either it just says okay your transactions are valid or not binary right uh, it is either executed correctly or not simple as that so the idea is very different on both of them there are some challenges for example in 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 uh, optimistic rollup is that your wait period of transaction confirmation is a way way higher like in days right so either you do that or this you now like you can add more complexity on top of that by creating a liquidity balancer between the two things so for example on the l2 someone gives you like 10 tokens and then um on the ethereum they you will get them you will get like not uh, you you have to send the 10 tokens to them and then after 10 seven days you need to uh, you 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 get your 10 tokens back on the ethereum chain right so dot those kind of that kind of marketplace you can build on top of that but it's too complex um and kind of yeah so it's basically increasing the complexity of the system so so either we can build uh, we would have just built that or we just we can kind of spend some effort on the zk rollups and make sure like you know uh, we have a better ux um better tech uh, on the for the long term and everything right obviously like you know there are trade offs on the both the side for example in zk thing like you have to be sure that your zk proof creation should be very very faster cheaper because it requires a lot of computation uh but of course like you know we are working with this polygon zero polygon hermes both are kind of creating separate solutions to create the proofs and both uh, requires a different kind of co- computations and the, and the and the time to create the proof so we we took that product of the time of creation of the proof instead of exit period and other complexity in the system interesting um there's also i would like to little bit ask you before we move into like uh, other part of the podcast i would like to ask you specifically on uh, proof of staking right why do you think like proof of staking is still secure uh, than the proof of work because as we are almost like uh, 13 or 12 days away from the merge right and then ethereum network will move from proof of work to the proof of stake and there are like lots of misconception there's lots of discussion is going around that it doesn't work 
slashing is going to be the like big issue if there is some attack. Um, I would like to hear your opinion here. Also, let's start with like proof of stake mechanism over the proof of work. Yeah, so uh, it, it is not about security. I would say um, security was not like a major trade-off between moving to proof of stake. It more of a um, computation, uh, which will which was in kind of a major part of proof of work itself. Uh, creating kind of you no know, mining so, um, the hardware, and then you have to kind of find the nuns in, for the block. So mining the blocks and all those things required huge energy consumption, right? Um, so each block creations was costing a lot, and because of that, you cannot kind of increase the block or um, increase the limit of the block or all those things. And you you need to be mindful about the block time as well uh, if you are going with a proof of work and if you for example reduce the difficulty of the proof of stake proof of work chain then you might have a, a increased attack vector where you can kind of you know, fork uh, away the, the the whole proof of work chain and kind of mine the more uh, blocks on top of the fork chain right so it's very trade-off there on the on that side on the proof of stake it basically requires uh, system participants who are using blockchain itself, who are kind of you no know, in the long term uh, holders, or I would say you no know, long term um, uh, betters uh, for for the token uh, are the part of the proof of stake system. So it's more of a kind of you no know, skin in the game uh, for them. Uh, so that's a, and and obviously like you know, there is a very less major uh, very very less energy generation for that. So it's it's kind of you now very good green for the environment as well, and now you can kind of you know have a more and more nodes in the system without uh, affecting the scalability uh, for the system, right? Uh, that's that's why like you know people uh, the Ethereum is moving from proof of work to proof of stake because of now like they have like thousands of nodes compared to now in proof of work, um, there is a huge Ethereum locked on the on the staking contract itself uh the block time is also changing um now they're also kind of working on the uh data availability with that as well so you can experiment uh with, with the proof of stake systems a lot compared to proof of work here yeah so how will it affect also polygon uh no so so uh we recently wrote the uh, block about that like why uh, 8.2.0 is helpful uh, for Polygon and it will basically uh, increase the usage of uh, uh, Polygon itself. Um, and to be honest, moving from proof of work to proof of stake for Ethereum won't change the gas fees. Gas fees will be the same. Uh, block limit will be the same. Uh, block time will decrease by two seconds, but it's still 12 seconds or something like that. So in terms of to scale Ethereum, Ethereum has to rely on L2 solutions like uh, ZK Rollups, uh, Polygon POS chains, and etc. Right. So there is a misconception going on um, in the uh, in the ecosystem that you know 2.0 will deprecate the layer two solution, but that's not the case. Uh, people are kind of uh, pushing more and more uh, for Vitalik himself is pushing L2 more 
uh, after it 2.0, right? And you can consider it 2.0 is basically more compatible for L2s than it 1.0, and it can kind of you know, create a new genre of L2 solutions. For example, Veridum uh, uh, L2s with the data availability. It, it basically reduces the fees for L2 as as well. So all kind of things will uh, be solved by. Uh, yeah, bye bye. 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I was just reading uh, JD. You already mentioned I was reading the blog uh, published by Polygon yesterday. It came out yeah. right on website. So I will also yeah. mention that link in the when we release the podcast. Yeah, please. But that's that's very well. Uh, like uh, frame it up. All the FAQs are very nice and answered properly, and uh, would be really helpful to understand what's the meaning of whole Ethereum merge. Moving further, uh, JD Sandeep always mentioned that. Polygon wants to become like AWS for Web3. So would you like to talk a little bit about here? Like, because you guys are here and there, you guys have like acceleration program, you are running uh, uh, different uh, also products. Like you are like a wide range of shirts. You are also in gaming, you are in Metaverse, you are in DeFi, you are in DApps. Uh, what do you mean by specifically by Web3, AWS for Web3? Yeah, so uh, people, uh, think about AWS as a different ways. What I feel like AWS for Web3 means that uh, there's a solution for end-to-end -end, uh, for your Web2 uh, uh, startups, right? For Web2 uh, products. So for example, let's say if you want to build uh, a, a product where, for, for example, NFT marketplace, right? If you want to build NFT marketplace for, for your games, we provide you all the solutions which you require to build that NFT marketplace, right? We we provide you a if if you need kind of you know, KYC users or some kind of identity solutions. We have Polygon ID. We have scaling solutions uh, right right away with Polygon POS, and in the future we have zk rollups as well. So you can use that to scale your NFT marketplace. Um, and we have kind of you no know, varieties of partners, users we have with uh, who are kind of you no know, building or uh, using Polygon on day-to-day -day basis. So you have kind of you can also get kind of acquire those user base to for for your NFT marketplace, right? We also have bridges in built in in Polygon chains. For example, Polygon POS chain has uh, inbuilt uh, Ethereum to Polygon bridge and vice versa. So you don't have to rely on any third-party bridges uh, to move your assets. And this assets, the bridges we have in Polygon POS chain is kind of uh, secured by majority of the validators in the, in the system, right? So it's not kind of you not know, two, three people running the bridge. That's not the case, right? So we have like, but like you know, all whole validator set is running the bridge uh, from Ethereum chain to Polygon chain and Polygon chain to Ethereum chain itself. So, for 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 a, for a startup for the project, uh, it makes sense to kind of you know, build with Polygon because we kind of provide end to end infrastructure um, with our ecosystem. For example, RPC providers, uh, scalability solutions, identity uh, bridges. So, in a way, like we are kind of AWS, where you can just go and build uh, with everything you need. If you need a database, you just integrate your database right away. If you need some kind of a, 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 a kind of you no know, data solution, we have Avail where you can kind of you know, uh, have a data availability for the rollup. So you can 
dump your data on the avail for the faster data availability probes. So all those things we, we are working on to make sure our developers feel like AWS kind of a feel. Uh, if they are building Web2 similar, they can uh, get same experience in Web3. Understood. Jedi, I would like to also ask you regarding the blockchain use cases. So what are the blockchain use cases or like underlying use cases we are not even talking till today, which could be like really huge in terms of like next five to 10 years? Yeah, I mean, it's very hard to pinpoint a particular one uh, use cases, but I'm seeing, for example, DeFi's, uh, DeFi was kind of uh, there where uh, it, Uniswap or Aave or a bunch of other uh, very simple uh, DeFi protocol worked really fine with the blockchain. We have seen gaming NFTs use cases where people are kind of you know, creating ownership within NFTs and uh, those kind of solutions with the gaming and normal world as well. So these use cases are very clear that, okay, maybe we just need to find some killer applications in the both the things like in DeFi and, and, and NFT space. But this looks like a kind of a huge bet uh, going forward for um, blockchain itself. And there is also like, uh, other other things are also going on on the blockchain is is um, how do we integrate uh, trade finance into the blockchain, right? Um, so how do we use payment system? Uh, it's still like you know, no one is doing payment system. It's very uh, weird thing for me, but it it basically uh, moving funds from one country to another country uh, through the blockchain, better faster ways. All those things is still need to be explored. Uh, people are talking about banking the unbanked uh, with the blockchain and still like, you know, people still don't know what it is. So all those things, I think have a major uh, usability on the blockchain. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to more use cases toward that. Um, by the way, NFT was like there since 2017 and no one was talked about like in, in last, you know, in 2017, 18, 19. And then 2021, people are talking about the NFTs and their use cases. So it basically, um, we need is kind of a killer apps in each categories, and that will define or change the narrative of the blockchain usability, in, uh, in my opinion. Yes, I mean, uh, whole idea of Polygon was, as we discussed in last year in first podcast, you also said like whole idea of starting Polygon was also because of CryptoKitties, right? Because the CryptoKitties just took over the Ethereum network. And yes, payment side, I think there's a lot to come because even till today, I'm living in Munich. And if I want to send money back to Surat, it takes like almost three days by transfer wise. Yeah, yeah. So, so we are still not there. So I'm looking forward to as well, uh, like instant payment where I send now and it the payment get debited in like within second or minutes in India. Uh, moving further, JD, uh, now I would like to ask you more like a business side questions uh, regarding um, like your early days of Polygon. So as you mentioned uh, in earlier in podcast that you raised like almost 140, 450 million from laid by Sequoia and uh, tier one uh, VCs and investor from the globe and which gives you like more legitimation, right? Uh, that you guys have attracted uh, institutional investor. What was like first your VC approach when back in days you were building from Mumbai and Bangalore and uh, like, what was the like first round where you were offering like massive discount to the 
VC and institutional investor and they were not taking it? Um, the thing is that, first of all, we, we never reached at the stage where we discuss about the token discount and everything um, because people just didn't understand what is going on with this scaling sort problem, right? So uh, with Indian VCs, the people who I met with, like, first of all, they were like reluctant on the idea itself. Um, some people are talking about the stretch channels at the time. Some people are talking about plasma and omisigo uh, at the time. So people were uh, not thinking about like this idea can be evolved in much better way in the going forward. And these people can build something out of India, right? So that was the first problem uh, we were facing, right? So people were not even reached at a stage where they want some tokens or uh, some evaluation or you know discount right they were just stuck on the idea side of the things like they understand whatever what we are building or if this would work or not so 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 majority conversations were like explaining why it is needed why scaling is important right and the second thing was like what we do right what <laughs> if you think about scaling like what exactly our product does uh, it requires a lot of effort to understand people on the technicality of that or uh, or, or feasibility of that. Yeah. So, so was it like uh, the reason that they were not coming in because of the lack of tech side understanding, or also like uh, because uh, like you are not from IIT or Tier One school and uh, like they, they look at this both. <laughs> kind of both um, my background was simple software developer uh, I, I never built company before so people were reluctant on that okay this guy from india who has no idea of blockchain and he wants to build this infrastructure of scaling which is very very hard and people no one has solved it and there are other big companies who raise funding uh, in the ecosystem and their advisor is vitalik himself so, Omise, so Vitalik was a advisor to Omisigo, Omisigo right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for people like, you know, like how, how, how do you guys will kind of, you know, can compete? How you guys can compete with this kind of uh, ecosystem where tech is very, very heavy. And there are other people who are already ahead, uh, uh, ahead of you in terms of progress, in terms of uh, knowledge, in terms of resources and everything. So that was the second part. But India, like, obviously, like, you know, when we went out there in the, in the world as well, like, even non-Indian VCs, um, they were not keen to invest because of these reasons. But in India specifically, they thought, like, we couldn't build that because I, so I approached a few investors before I joined uh, hands with Anurag and Sandeep. So beforehand also like the people were not you know okay you are the alone guy like how first build your team first your pocs and then we will talk about that right so sometimes conversions just ended there understood uh so so was like uh the vc round just directly came into the last one or was like also like some of the guys you backed or was it like only random angel person from crypto space they backed you or uh so there were friends who helped us initial days of uh, Matic um, and then Binance and Coinbase put some money uh, in us um, and that's it. So 
we raised around five fifty thousand dollars from from Binance and Coinbase and others, and then um, and then I see we did IO directly on on Binance with five, and we raised five million dollars again from that. And that's it. Understood. So since and then, then and, yeah, and then uh, yeah, then, that, then directly four hundred fifty million. That, yeah. that's a massive uh, jump. Uh, but yeah, I mean um, yeah. So before before this round, um, we raised five million IO. The valuation was twenty six million dollars, right? And with this four fifty round, like valuation was like eight billion dollars, seven seven point five billion dollars. So massive jump. Yes, and also like I think Polygon has also quite. Uh, I mean, thanks to you guys that also now every VC is looking into Indian ecosystem when it's come to Web three because that's sort of like Polygon is like a mirror now. Like uh, whenever even I'm in doubt, I live in Germany uh, as in VC. I always say like look at the Polygon. That's the best success story if you <laughs> have doubt in Indian founders because I mean I I don't also don't have like any EV league. Uh, background right i have like engineering background like you and then move to vc space thanks to web3 it would have never been possible in web2 space uh, like this way uh, moving further jd what kind of like you also writing the angel tickets right uh, you're also like uh, angel investor you're also lp here and there so what is your approach because you are also going through like massive like two three years of a hard working uh, not getting institutional money and like coming as a normal background what do you look for? Look into founders when someone approach you like JD. I'm building on this one, and uh, I would like to be my angel investor. So it it really really uh, depends on my mood. <laughs> so uh, for example, few months back, I, I I was I was investing like very frequently. Like I was doing many checks per per month. Um, nowadays I'm I'm more of a moody person on, on, on investing side. So for example, today only I promise 150k check to one team uh, from Japan. Uh, and they are kind of doing some any cool anything uh, in NFC space. Uh, I, I also kind of invested like larger checks on, um, in few other fintech slash crypto uh startups where they are kind of merging both the like you know simple uh, financial and the crypto thing uh, together so i'm just experimenting nowadays like not doing like active investment um and then i also kind of did some games uh, investment um which i think would be the kind of good triple a games in the future with, with some kind of a crypto element on, on that or tokens or NFT element of, of that. So I'm just doing larger checks in some, uh, like, you know, where I feel, okay, this, this, this looks good. This could be big. And then I just kind of invest a bigger checks on that instead of going, going with the smaller, smaller checks on multiple companies, uh, nowadays. Yeah. And, and I, I've also kind of, you know, converted my, uh, angel checks to more for LP checks now. So I'm also betting on the other founders or the other investors, VCs in the space where they are kind of you know, finding good talent. So it's easy for me to just give them a money instead of finding people from my own. Uh, own. Um, so yeah, th those things have changed. Uh, before also like on the founder side, I was looking for good kind of passionate founders, but again, like, you know, it was like really, really depends on my mood. 
um, and that and and the things I see. Okay, if, if sometimes I think okay, these guys can crack um, something even if it's a simple product, then I just give them. Otherwise, even if I like the idea, sometimes I don't give money. So yeah, it's hard to tell. So so now, the secret yeah. sauce here is like uh, you have to figure out uh, like uh, for the founders if they want money from JD, uh, just figure out when it's happy and reach out to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not happy happy i would say it's not that kind of a mood but it's kind of a mood where i'm just thinking on for example uh i, I was thinking about like in finance and 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 crypto combination and then at the same time few people came with the same similar thing so i invested in them and then i was scrolling uh twitter and then one guy created a game like indie simple one video uh, playable game uh, in a side project and there's a one guy and then I, I looked at the game and I liked the game so I just pinged him and then I said why don't you build the game and then gave him more money the first thing okay here's the money let's build something and then he kind of now after that he started creating the team building the team right so it's very like he even didn't uh, think about like pitch deck or or co-founders nothing and i i was still convinced that i want to bet or bet on this guy particular right so yeah so that's that's kind of a mood i'm talking about it depends on what i'm thinking okay or what i'm doing and if something comes okay something connects then, then i just invest in that so that's the thing understood um but uh, moving further jd do you also um like uh, what's next i mean do you think you have now enough and um, you you got enough time to like uh, chill out i mean how how does it look like your day to day activity nowadays like after becoming like a, a multi billion dollar worth of company's founder and i'm sure you are still looking into so many things at tech side and also business side but what what is next in jd's life what are you planning to do next thing uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm still looking at the like what Polygon would be in four years or five years down the line. Um, so in my mind, I, I'm always working on like two two timelines uh, for Polygon. One is like shortcut, short term, two months uh, or two years timeline, or maybe few weeks to two years, and then two years to five years down the line. Right. So. For 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 us for for Polygon, what I'm seeing right now is the how do we make sure zk rollup wins, uh, and zk rollup particularly from Polygon wins um, in, in next few weeks and in 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 years like two years. Uh, that's my primary focus on that. So I'm always talking with internally or thinking about like how, what how how do we align everyone on the same? How do we kind of move forward faster uh, on those things so i'm working on them working with teams talking with teams merging teams or kind of you know restructuring teams or whatever I, I feel like best way to move forward and on the on the second areas i'm i'm also kind of thinking about or, or talking internally as well with the research team like what do we do once we are live with zk rollups with multiple chains how it would look like for the Polygon itself, Polygon token, uh, how it would look like, how people would interact with multiple chains, multiple ZK rollups um, going forward, right? People people don't want to uh, 
or people don't i i think people shouldn't be stuck uh with the scaly scalability for so long time if they are then we won't have a good applications good apps or killer apps in the blockchain because we are still stuck at the infrastructure level right so yes uh, my personal goal is to kind of fix this infrastructure level of complexity for the blockchain itself so people can focus on what to build right what to build and all those things right for example if there is no if there was no aws we might not have seen like good applications like instagram good you know simple uh, or or facebook or uber or all those kind of applications right people still be stuck with some kind of infrastructure or servers and all those kind of things so to solve to to make blockchain very very powerful or uh, in the long terms in the long term success then we need to figure out how to reduce or hide this complexity for the people for the developers itself so yeah so those kind of things i'm i'm kind of figuring out like what to do and yeah and the current work understood jedi i mean you guys started three guys from mumbai right and uh, now how many employees do you have like 400 plus uh 5 and 550 okay so it's like a beer market or the recent uh, turmoil in the market is not affecting polygon at all right you guys still hiring or you guys also had to take some tough we are we are still hiring yes uh we are hiring majority of the roles positions and what we are thinking or mindful about is that we don't want to kind of be in a mess where we have to fire people right we don't want to do that so we haven't done that in the past we don't want to do that in the future so we are very mindful about the spend um the things we are doing uh but we are not slowing ourselves down right we are not saying okay okay let's not do that uh, or let's do this later or let's not hire the people we need so all kind of things we the things we need we we just kind of take it and move forward but we don't want to kind of stop and go back right so we are we are mindful of 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 things and spend um but we don't want to slow us down as well so um so yeah that's a that's the i think my answer to that yeah have, have you talked with all of the polygon employees or not not really or like oh yeah um i mean till when we were 100 or 150 i, I i was kind of talking at one point of time i talked with uh, with people but now i it, it's very difficult it's difficult to talk with all the 500 people um but yeah majority of the people i've talked with um but yeah i i'm not sure how how many people i've talked with personally uh, but i'm happy to talk with them with tipping me yeah definitely or i So you are available for everyone under at Polygon. Yes, yes. Somebody yes, wants to reach yes. out to you. Definitely, you are, you are always available. Yeah, people do. People do reach out. Uh, to be honest, like people do reach out to say hi and few other things, and I, I, I definitely reply. Yeah. Understood. Uh, JD, are you foodie? You still go to Manik Chowk in Ahmedabad and uh, try try some food, or you are now more health conscious that you don't eat like street. No, food? I'm not health conscious at all. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> I ate a lot of Gujarati food. Um, I 
whenever i'm in indabad i i go to manak chowk definitely uh, for sandwich and pav bhaji and everything um but yeah definitely if i'm in, in indabad i there are few things i always like 100% eat if i'm in uh, indabad for more than 2 days i definitely eat those things so first thing is dabeli dabeli in vada pav i at 4 o'clock 4 5 pm i just go to for, for that um there is a dosa place uh, nearby where it gives you like good um mysore masala dosa surti style masala mysore yes. masala dosa which you don't find in south india masala. by the way <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you don't yeah um so i i, I eat that um it's called khaudhara i'm not sure if people know but it's a khaudhara uh, dosa center in andabad in, in nikol noroda side so mm-hmm. i i go there 100% if i am i am staying in andabad for more than two one or two days um and manak chowk sometimes if i if i if i'm staying longer then i go there otherwise uh, it depends on the manak chowk but yeah these things i always i don't know and and pav bhaji aren't you missing yeah. in dubai i mean uh, have you thought about like bringing these guys like fund them and bring them into dubai <laughs> I, I thought about this. Uh, I also ping Jomato. Uh, so they start just started uh, delivering multi city in in India. Uh, yeah. So for example, if you are in Delhi, you can um, order some something from Karnataka or Bengal or Ahmedabad anywhere, right? So mm-hmm. they have started doing that uh, in one day or or maybe half a day. It will deliver to your house. Uh, home. For you mean food? They're just being. Uh, they will deliver food or food. just like a okay. Yeah, interesting. Food. food. Wow. Yeah, they just started like two days back. So I I ping uh, Rahul, uh, who is the CEO of Food uh, Zomato Food. Um, I said, you know, when when Dubai. <laughs> uh, so uh, if if it it happens, I want to kind of deliver something from Ahmedabad to Dubai. Even if it takes one day, that's fine for me. that's true i mean uh, i think especially the food is the m- most important part is uh, yeah i think in dubai still lots of things are available but i think in germany it's completely zero you have to make it at home so almost dabeli and everything we make it at home otherwise there is no option so moving further jd uh, uh, like uh, so what uh, what are the advice or humbleness you would like to share with the founders because polygon came out stronger in uh, bear market not was polygon wasn't built in bull market right so i i i keep talking about polygon every time whenever i speaking at several conferences uh what are your humbleness wisdom you would like to say that uh, guys you should do this thing as a founder uh don't worry about if some people would not like to fund you but if you have like solid idea uh, what are the learn, la- lessons learning uh, like new founders upcoming founders can learn from you i think one thing i notice that people change their uh product just to please vcs uh for example like there are there, there are few things like few founders went to vcs to raise fund and then vcs said okay maybe this won't work let's maybe this will work so if you are building that we would fund it right and then they they change their product or features and anything to to just get the money so i think people shouldn't i mean if it's, it it depends you know it depends like you know people just just don't do that just to get the money 
that's my like i i would request that if you are some if you if you think this would work then maybe you 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 can try building it even if there is people are not investing maybe in the future if there is a traction or people are building on that or people are using it people will fund you but if, if you are not kind of no very bullish on your own idea then then it, it, it's not worth it right i mean if you think okay this would work for sure uh, i think this would work and then if, if no one funds me i would keep building that so Understood. i think that would answer many of this uh, bear market thing or questions or doubts understood uh, thanks a lot daddy for coming to the show and uh, for all the insights about food from uh, like till the polygon like tier uh, tier 1 level products so really appreciate for that and definitely we'll do again like a part 3 in next year uh, but yeah once again thanks a lot for joining thank you thank you very much sagar thank you so much for joining us today we hope you enjoy our discussion remember to subscribe to our channel to get up to date with the latest news in the blockchain space links in the description box below please also reach out to us if you are blockchain startup or know anyone who is looking for funding talk soon